And there's Allie Weems from Eudora. It's six. Jessica, for introductions on A there is that you are always going to lead us through that part. Um, Ari was going to do roll call, but then we should take an opportunity to make sure we do introductions. So we can do introductions and let everybody introduce themselves and Ari can just take roll based on that if we want, instead of having it called. Okay. However you want, you just call on the next person and everybody calls on somebody after them. It might be a little bit easier. Ari, do you just want to do okay. the roll and then we can just introduce as we're doing the roll? That way we make sure we have it in the right sequence for it. got it at 2.30 here, so I'll go ahead and, and start the January 11th MPO Technical Advisory Committee meeting, and I'll turn this over to Ari to read the uh, meeting procedures to start us off. Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Ari Leva, Transportation Planning Intern. I will work alongside Jeff Crick, Chair, and Jessica Mortinger, Mortinger Transportation Planning Manager, to facilitate the meeting proceedings. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast live on the city's YouTube channel and public access cable channel 25. During the meeting, when you are not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found on the lower left-hand side of the Zoom menu next to the video icon. When you are muted, a red line will appear over the icon. Muting your microphone during the meeting will make it easier for everyone to hear. You'll just have to remember to unmute if and when you want to speak. In some cases, we may mute or unmute people as needed to minimize distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name and title for the benefit of those listening remotely. You can turn your video on and off by clicking on the video icon on the menu. For the purposes of this public meeting, please keep your video on when you're participating in the meeting. When you're not participating, it is okay to turn your video off. Just remember to turn your video back on when you are participating. If you're participating by phone, you can click star six to unmute your phone. Individuals who registered in advance to provide public comments remotely will be called upon by name. When you are called on, please unmute your listening device and state your name before speaking. The chair will then call for in-person public comment for those who are physically present. Staff will direct them to the podium to speak while following social distancing and safety protocols. There is no one currently registered from the public. All motions will need to be stated clearly. After a motion is made and seconded, staff will call on each member individually to provide their vote. Staff will then need to announce their whether staff will then need to announce whether the motion carried and the count of the vote. And now I will turn the meeting back over to TAC Chair Jeff Crick. All right, thank you, Jeff Crick, Planning and Development Services. Um, and for introductions, um, Ari, I'll let you go down the, the your screen and ask people to introduce themselves so we can get through that, that item. Okay, thank you. Uh, Ari Leva, Transportation Planning Intern. I'm going to call people by last name. So Crick. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services with the City of Florence, Douglas County. Uh, Cronin. Present. Quisenberry. Oh, okay. Rodden. Sanford. Here. Thank you. Smith. Um, Allison Smith, get up planning. Thank you. Voight. Present. Thanks. Uh, Weems. 
Ali Weems, management intern with the city of Eudora. Thank you. Weigel. Adam Weigel with Lawrence Transit. All right. Thank you. I think that's everyone. Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager. If I may, I would like to take the opportunity quickly to introduce our new mobility planner who has joined our transportation planning division of planning and development services and part of the coordinated work that the MPO will be doing in partnership with the Kansas Department of Transportation and Mobility Management. And that's Dravel Taylor. Um, Dre joins us from the county and we're excited to have him and he's just sitting in today to uh, watch how the technical advisory committee functions. Hi everybody, nice to see all your faces and I look forward to working with all of you. There's a lot of familiar faces on this call and so that makes me very happy. You may also notice, Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager, that we have not met since we've had a departure and we didn't have the chance to say goodbye to Ashley Breyers, but we can do so in lieu of her being here um, and thank her for her six years of service um, to the MPO, but she has uh, departed um, the Lawrence MPO on her way to the Wichita Area MPO uh, to serve as their Transportation Planning Manager. So if you're wondering in her absence, uh, that is where she is at and we are actively recruiting uh, for a replacement to fill that uh, position she's left. Thank you everybody. Jeff Crick, Planning and Development Services and Gravel, great to have you and, and good to see you on the Zoom this afternoon. So that moves us to item B, public comment. Um, and Ari, I believe you said we didn't have anybody that was registered in there. And um, I can see from the cameras that I don't think we have anybody in the city commission room. So that, that is correct. On, yeah. All right. Good on that one. So I will go ahead and move us to item C, which is the approval of the November 2nd, 2021 minutes. Anybody have any corrections or additions to those minutes? And if not, I'm happy to entertain a motion. Allison Smith, I'll move to approve. Adam Weigel, second. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. We have a motion and a second on the approved minutes. Any, any further discussion? All right, seeing none. Ari, would you mind reading roll, please? Sure. Uh, Ari Leva, Transportation Planning Intern. Um, Crick? Aye. Cronin? Aye. Quisenberry. Oh, sorry. Um, Sanford. Aye. Smith. Aye. Voigt. Aye. Weems. Aye. And Weigel. Aye. And Rodden joined us. Also aye. Okay, thank you. Okay, motion passes uh, unanimously uh, with eight eyes. 
All right, thank you, Jeff Craig, Planning Development Services. That moves us on to our regular agenda item number one, which is the election of chair and vice chair for this coming term. I'm happy to break the ice and, and get this one rolling if that would help out with everybody, because I know we're all a little bit shy on that one. Um, I would nominate that we consider Chad Voigt, if he's interested, as the chair for the upcoming term. Chad, I don't want to put you on the spot there. Just want to give you an opportunity to pass on that or go for it if you like. Well, you woke me up anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine with that. Sorry for the scare there, Chad. <laughs> Well, I will make a motion that we consider Chad Voigt for chair for 2022. Dave Cronin with the city of Lawrence, I'd second that motion. All right. Okay. Says we have a motion and a second on that item. Any discussion? Ari, would you mind reading that role? Sure, Ari Leva, transportation planning intern. Um, Crick? Aye. Cronin. Aye. Rodden. Aye. Sanford. Aye. Smith. Aye. Voigt. I'll abstain. Yeah. Weems. Aye. And Weigel. Aye. Okay. Motion passes unanimously, seven to zero. Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. Um, I will hand the, the next portion of that vote over to Chad Ford. Or Chad, would you like me to finish out this item and then transition out? How would you like to do that? If you could finish it out, I'll get oriented here. That'd be uh, great. No worries. Jeff Craig Planning Development Services. So now we need to elect a vice chair for 2022. Happy to hear nominations for that position. Volunteers. I would volunteer if no one else is interested in doing it. But I'm not going to nominate myself. <laughs> well, Jeff Craig Planning and Development Services, I, I would be happy to nominate David Cronin for vice chair for 2022, and I'm happy to make that as a motion. Michael, second. I have a motion and a second on that item there. So, um, Ari, if you wouldn't mind, roll call on that. Appreciate it. Rick? Aye. Rodden? Aye. Rodden? Aye. Sanford? Aye. Smith? Aye. Voigt? Aye. Weems? Aye. And Weigel? Aye. Okay, motion passed unanimously, 8-0. Jeff Craig Plain Development Services. Um, 
turn this meeting over to Chad, but before I do, I'd just like to say thank you all for putting up with me for a year. Um, so appreciate that. And Chad, the, the meeting is all yours. Okay. Well, thank you. And thanks, Jeff, for filling the shoes for a year. Um, so the next item is Transportation 2040 Amendment Number 2 for public review and comment. Is that right? Yes, correct. Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager. Um, and admittedly, this is more of a rush than our previous amendment to T2040, um, Amendment 1, but this is Amendment 2, and we're preparing this um, to make sure that we don't have to pause in the process. KDOT has requested this amendment based on uh, programming funding um, from their uh, Eisenhower Legacy Transportation Program, the Ike Development Pipeline Projects. They have uh, program funding on K33, Douglas County Reconstruction from Franklin County Line um, to US 56. Um, this project has funding that was allocated with it for design. And so we are putting it in the fiscally constrained project list in T2040. Um, that's what this amendment is proposing. It will require your consideration and recommendation to the MPO Policy Board um, to amend the long range plan to be able to begin work on this project with a future TIP amendment um, that will be required. Um, this re reconstruction meets the goals, we believe, of T2040. There, in a second, I'll show you the map. There's a portion of this project that's a larger portion of the project that's also in Franklin County. Um, there's some crash history along this corridor with nine injury crashes and 26 crashes with property damage. Um, the pavement investigation conducted as part of the construction and materials division from KDOT determined there's pavement needed to be replaced. And so we believe there's a, the addition of shoulders also along this uh, section of highway will improve safety, um, not only for motor vehicles, but also uh, people who bicycle. Um, in addition, um, this uh, project supports the efficient movement of goods and people and freight. Um, and particularly there in, in lieu of, or in, in addition to that, there is a new steel fabrication plan um, operation south of the BNSF Railroad on the east side of K33. Here's kind of what the project budget for this project looks like. Um, Five million out of a $22 million project is in Douglas County. So we're showing you the entire kind of portion of the project, the part of the project that will be included in uh, T2040 proposed amendment is the Douglas County portion. Um, and you can see, oh, maybe you can see, I don't click on the wrong thing, um, what we mean by that. Um, we show you here on the environmental justice map, you can see in the very bottom uh, southern southeastern corner of Douglas County where this project is located. So it's outside of our environmental justice zones. Um, and we show that also included then in this amendment, you can see in all the pages that we've produced for you um, is the required 30-day uh, public comment period and what that will entail, as well as all of the pages noted that will require revisions related to this project. I can go through those in detail, but um, I think at a high level, you'll you can um, note that you know this is really looking at um, just making sure that we can add this to a fiscally constrained list so KDOT can make do this reconstruction um, and program this project. So I'd be happy to entertain any questions anyone 
um, may have about this amendment. Uh, looking for your recommendation today to forward this on to the MPO Policy Board for their consideration to release this for a public comment period. Um, it will come back to you um, for a final action after the public comment period ends. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, does anybody have any comments they want to add? Does anybody have, uh, do we need to move to forward this? Jessica Mortinger, yes, please. We're looking for a formal recommendation to the MPO Policy Board. Okay. Uh, I would move that we <clears throat> recommend um, the amendment number two to add uh, the addition of the K33 project to the tip. And that to is, T2040, uh, you mean? T yes, T2040 amendment two, and it's released for a 30 day public comment period. Yep, Craig Planning and Development Services. I'll second that. All right, we've got a motion and a second. Um, let's have a roll call. Ari Leva, Transportation Planning Intern. Um, Crick? Aye. Cronin? Aye. Rodden? Aye. Sanford? Aye. Smith? Aye. Voigt? Aye. Weems? Aye. And Weigel? Aye. All right, motion passes unanimously, 8-0. All right, great. Next item, public participation plan. I assume, Jessica, you're on that too? Yeah. Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager. And what I have presented to you today on the TAC agenda is a draft of a joint um, MPO and Lawrence Transit public participation plan um, to update the plan that we currently have now. And we would hopefully um, get this in the process. This has a required 45-day public comment period. Um, and I'm just going to kind of highlight our goals of this plan is really to align the existing public participation that we do with the MPO and elevate the Lawrence Transit participation um, for their public participation plan to some of the actual process they've been using that's more in line with the International Association of Public Participation um, and some of the recent city and MPO certifications um, that we've received in an effort to really expand um, and enforce the idea about access for all um, that goes beyond just some of the federally required um, considerations about including um, specific uh, vulnerable groups in our region. And so we really envision public engagement as an opportunity to educate and encourage, provide opportunities and ensure that we are incorporating public feedback into our processes. So we see a reflection of community values um, in the work that we're doing and implementing throughout the process with consideration um, for Title VI, LEP, environmental justice. We've incorporated into this our transportation disadvantaged populations analysis also as a way to strategically um, make efforts to ensure that we're engaging the public in this conversation. Um, 
In this process, you see this really as a table, and this is a little bit updated from our last plan where it's about increasing levels of engagement from information where we are sharing information to the public. This is things that are more regulatory in nature. We're sharing information. There's opportunities to consult when we know um, it may be short-term decision or there's already values reflected in a long-range plan, but we have shorter-term action to take on an issue. There's opportunities to consult the public. Um, and then we get into more of our planning processes where we're looking at opportunities to involve the public and at the highest level opportunities to collaborate with the public in the decision making. And as you think of probably all of the MPO planning processes, particularly like Transportation 2040 or what we would envision for any of our mode specific plans like the pedest Lawrence Pedestrian Plan we're updating currently where we have a steering committee that really falls in the collaborate um, uh, grouping um, as a way to engage um, the community at different levels. That means a lot of different things in terms of kind of how that happens um, in the process and the process for doing that. We lay out a lot of the stuff around the foundation of what the MPO is um, and how that all functions. It's pretty some of the more technical stuff. And this is the stuff you're probably used to seeing in our public participation plan. I was hoping to find the table then that, of course, we have the same table where we talk about our commitments for all of the core MPO documents. We then have a process that we lay out kind of parallel to the Lawrence Transit process, and I'm not going to get too much in depth into their process, um, but just highlight more of the MPO work since that's under your jurisdiction and we will have a we'll have a separate kind of review in the city uh, transit process um, with staff and um, stakeholders there. But to lay out if we do a process that's not one of our core processes, how are we deciding who is engaged in the process and being a lot more specific about that in the process to lay out the expectations for engagement. Um, we hope that that helps bring clarity to the process that the public can expect um, from the work that we're doing and also um, you know, recognize that this is an evolution of our public process um, and we anticipate the ability to amend this as we learn from this process and how some of this tools, these tools work. So um, out of all of this, we have some typical tools that um, you that you probably have seen before and some new ones that we've added things like um, bus operator roundtable. Obviously, some of that's more relevant to to transit or using the transit app, um, but we really lay this out in a clear way to set the expectations for all of the transportation and transit planning work that's done by the MPO and Lawrence Transit. I mean, you can see some great photo examples of that. We still have some final formatting left to do um, in this document, um, but we're hoping to kind of put it out in this way and finalize that during the public comment period. We have one final table that I'm hoping to show you kind of just because it might be fascinating. So you see the same spectrum of engagement that we're looking at for the public participation plan. And you can see all the tools there in the toolbox. And this is really a guide to help this work. And we give you an idea about how all of our processes processes fit along this um, spectrum. So you can see things like informing you, that's performance measure reporting or an administrative revision of the TIP. Whereas when we get to this collaborate level of engagement, we're talking about the Metropolitan Transportation Plan or specific plans like the the safe routes to school plan um, and how that kind of falls across the spectrum. Likewise for transit, we've kind of speculated about 
how those things have fallen across the spectrum um, and of course are open to increasing levels of engagement and conversation based on based on feedback from the community and we recognize some of that may be amended as we go. Um, we really uh, we polled the public. We did a small survey. We got 285 responses, which was more than the last time we had done this from the plan quite um, quite a few more um, reaching a bunch of people from email and we had some kind of interesting learned assumptions here, which we felt was kind of interesting. Again, this was in COVID, but it was also while we were tabling at other events for both pedestrian plan and transit route redesign. So it's kind of fascinating information in here. We present this um, like we do in our appendices for all of our surveys. And so that's kind of there for your consideration too about how people found out about us. Interestingly enough, a majority of respondents told us they hadn't participated in the process before and we were reaching them via email. So we thought that was pretty fascinating because we used our email lists that are already part of our process to collect this information. And so, um, but again, uh, preferred methods and we use this to support the development of the toolbox and the process that we're presenting to you today for consideration. So I'm just looking for your feedback or thoughts about if you've had a chance to look at the document or about to hear uh, what we're saying in response to that. Um, we're, uh, this is a process where it doesn't require your formal consideration to put it out. It's um, developed in consultation with you. And so we're looking for your feedback if uh, for uh, changes to this before we present this for a 45 public day public comment period. Those comments, any comments we receive and the re final revised proposed draft, um, we plan to bring back to you after that time frame uh, for your final consideration and uh, that of MPO policy board. We'll go to them at that point. Thank you, Jessica. So you're just looking for if we have comments, you want those now or in the yeah, next I think, five days? Yeah, Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager. I'm looking for really high level stuff. So if you think, um, if you had in review of the document or in kind of conversation that we've had today, what I presented, if you saw any big glaring omissions or you want any further clarification about what we're proposing, you want to discuss that now is that opportunity. Um, we will put it out for public comment. And so we will have an additional opportunity to discuss any feedback additionally we get or a final draft for your consideration for final recommendation of approval to MPO policy board, but we just really want to hear, is there anything high level that you would that you didn't see, that you'd like to see, that you liked, that you didn't like um, before we put it out for public comment and as we're moving in that direction to keep something moving forward? Does anybody have any comments? Jessica, this is Allison Smith with KDOT. Um, since I haven't seen the draft yet, I will try to get you comments by next week. Okay, anyone else? All right, well, thank you, Jessica. Um, we're moving on now to quick updates and the Lawrence and Regional Pedestrian Plan Update. Absolutely. Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager. We have in process and working with the steering committee to respond to some of their comments to the first draft we put together of the pedestrian plan and we anticipate um, a steering committee meeting with them next Thursday. So we'll send out a draft on their agenda for consideration before uh, final review before uh, 
we bring that back to you in a public comment period for uh, that. We have um, drafted in coordination with Eudora, Baldwin City, and LeCompton um, uh, a, some chapters of a regional pedestrian plan. We have some surveys drafted and our intention is to get those out. Um, recognizing some of our staffing constraints, that's some of the limitation we may have um, recognizing that some of those are not federally required. Um, so our goal is to continue to work on those, but some of that work may get put on the back burner as we recognize we are really in the timeline and process to kick off T2050 update and do some of that engagement um, while KU is in session this spring. And so we are working behind the scenes on um, collecting membership for those committees based on your recommendation and MPO Policies Board establishment of that. But that's kind of where we're at on those and we'll keep working on them. Um, you'll hear updates from us when we're ready to uh, make some progress on those. Um, we have some drafts, some of which we're getting ready to make public, the Lawrence one and the other ones will probably be uh, behind, behind that. But. Also on the updates is the KDOT monthly update. Although I noticed when I looked at the link today, the last update they posted was in November. So I don't know if Allison has anything else to add. Otherwise, that's the link where we receive updates when KDOT has them. Um, I will check with Matt. Um, there should be a TA call coming out in the near future. Um, Although it doesn't necessarily affect this part of the state, um, our electric vehicle charger um, projects, that announcement should be coming out at the end of this week. Um, if everything stays on track as we have planned. Um, of course, legislature's back in season. Um, and that's all that I'm aware of right now. As I'm aware, um, but I will mention that um, December was insane with our electric vehicle stuff going on. Um, but I'm not aware of anything else really going on at this point. Um, we did not do, some of you have been around and are aware of our clawback of CBG funds. Um, I know Jessica's certainly aware of that. Um, we suspended that. Um, for this year as well, just because of the, the COVID era and operating under that, um, we didn't feel like it was right to claw back funds again this year. So um, we set aside that and let everybody keep the funds. Um, so um, I think that's it. Um, I will mention it to Matt though, but um, December was insane, so. Um, I would look for another update in January. Well, he probably will kind of skip it right now. But as far as I know, that is all that is going on. Unless you have any other questions specifically. I don't have any other updates. Chad, you're muted if you're... Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you, Allison. Uh -huh. uh, other business, there's none listed. Um, do we have anything else that we need to talk about today? No. And February 1st, is that firm for our next date? We think. 
Yeah, I think I, uh, Jessica Martin's your transportation planning manager. I anticipate we will likely need to have a meeting because at some point I need to bring you back a draft uh, pedestrian plan. I'm not sure what timeline I'd be on. That would be the most ambitious schedule I would be on. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But if not, then it would be March. Okay, great. Well, I think we've reached the end of the agenda. So thanks everybody for your time today. And uh, we are adjourned. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Hey, Jeff, who manages that mailing list? <laughs>